The following podcast is from the Curse of Strahd campaign, which is set in the D&D universe. It is a horror campaign and thus may provide scenes of graphic violence, murder, torture, and other such scenes. It is not our intent here at Knights of the Braille, nor of this podcast, to cause you trauma or suffering in any way. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and are not the views of the participants herein. Thank you for listening and remember to like, share, and subscribe. In a time long ago, a village was conquered. The conquered village now lies under the tyrannical rule of one individual who has no compassion, shows no mercy, and has nothing but cruel intentions devised for one individual. Peril, torment, and horror lie around every corner. The adventurers must be ready for anything. The very well-being of not only the woman, but of the entire village hangs in the balance. Join us each week to find out if the adventurers can save the damsel, save the village, or if their lives lost in the attempt. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast sponsored by Knights of the Braille. You can find them at www.knightsofthebraille.com and the ambient music is provided by tabletopaudio.com. Everybody, we're back again with episode 23 of the Curse of Strahd series with the Unknown. And um, we're going to start, as we always do, by going around the table. And let's uh, we'll give the new guy a little time to think about it and see how we do it. So, uh, Jesse, how about uh, you start first? Uh, I'm Jesse. As always, I play Kelton. He's the wild magic shifter of the group. And a fun, fun fact for Kelton, um, he wants to slaughter every twig blight in the world now due to the last battle we had. So he's <laughs> on a mission. And he may be grumpier this episode. I'm very tired. That's so we will see what happens. <laughs> Dang, I, I didn't know there was a baby in here. I hear a lot of whining. Hi, Adrian. <laughs> Did I tell you I hate you? <laughs> Did I tell you disadvantage all night? <laughs> Uh, hi everyone my name is adrian i play the blood hunter of the group his name is methanos renkiel uh he's grumpy very grumpy all the time he has no chill um and a fun fact about him is he has no chill but he will sing in the bath <laughs> that's so awesome and in like the blood bath sit- or a regular bath 
Well, maybe, maybe. I mean, I think when, but yeah, when he gets going, maybe he'll he'll you know go a little bit crazy and start singing Sweet. some songs. That has to be, it has to be like like undead or vampire blood. It can be the lights, cause. Yeah. <laughs> Strange enough, the Twinklots have turned into undead little creatures. <laughs> <laughs> um, Philip. Hey, I'm Philip. I play uh, Hellrin. Uh, fun fact is him. He was raised by three hags in Waterdeep, and he don't know too much about himself. That you know, he's pretty much. He don't know if he's lied. He's been lied to by the hags because the hags are known for their lying. Who knows? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Michael. Hey, everybody. I am Michael, and I am playing Henri, Artyom Vasilyevich, formerly played Silmestra. That ended uh, when her charisma was turned into more wooden state. She doesn't speak <laughs> much these days. Um, but a fun fact about Henri is that as much of a, I guess, badass ranger type he is, since he is a knight colonel in research and development with the Order of the Green Dawn, he has spent a surprising amount of time researching fungi and all sorts of flora and fauna of the Underdark. Alright, Zach, your first one, so let's make it good. Alright. Your time's name. up, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. Go All ahead. Right. Uh, yeah, my name's Zach, and I am inheriting Ismark, um, which it sounds like it might be a, a rough night for old Ismark. Uh, apparently, from what I'm being told, a little fun fact about him is he's little too into his sister. That's fun, right? That's always oh. fun. He's from Alabama. No. <laughs> <laughs> just just kidding for everybody from Alabama. I'm not talking about you. Michael just uh, decided his character was going to die by saying those god awful words. Um, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't say those. Uh, my name is Richard. I'm your DM as always. A fun fact about me is that I absolutely hate Star Trek, uh, with a passion. Cannot stand it. Movies, TV shows, any of it. Do not like it. How many people did you just make cry with in on the inside with that statement? And, and there goes our one listener. I will tell y'all to look into my eye and see if I care because I still hate it. To back you up a little bit there, I've not really been able to get into it much either. I've tried, but just doesn't grab me. And I don't know why I don't like it. It's never do. Um, But we are not really sponsored, but um, we're going to give a shout out to accessiblegames.biz they put out a quarterly magazine about blind gaming and accessibility you can find it at www.drivethroughrpg.com again that's www.drivethroughrpg.com and we're also sponsored by Patrick's Professional Pranks we have rubber swords for your barbarians plastic wands for your wizards and fake focus gems for your wizard. Come in today and spend 10 gold pieces, and we give you two plastic fireballs. We've got it all here at Patrick's <laughs> Professional Pranks. Oh, <laughs> I want a plastic fireball. <laughs> I feel like plastic fireball would be something good for the mag wild magic table. Uh, like you just shoot out a plastic bubble. <laughs> that is a possibility. I, um, and going to do the recap here uh 
Last week, y'all cleaned up from the battle and uh, went into a wooden barn. And if I repeat some of these words twice, is because some of these people do not listen. Not <laughs> they go into a wooden barn that has a few stalls in it with uh, two horses, hay, which is flammable in the bottom parts of the it stall. And it had you a lot full of flammable hay. <clears throat> in case no one knows, hay is very flammable. Uh, yeah, and I, totally I repeat, hay is <laughs> 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 And <clears throat> so, some people decided that they wanted to make a cup of tea and cook a stew, which needs fire in this flammable wooden building with this flammable kindling, which is called hay. <clears throat> Needless uh-huh. to say... A uh, ray of frost was needed to be cast in order to put out some smoldering hay. Uh, y'all. Mind to ha- a cool mind to handle hot stuff. <laughs> uh, they managed to make it through the night with only a uh, surprise rat whenever they were checking the uh, hay down in the bottom. It was quite a large rat that probably weighed about five pounds. Uh, then the morning whenever everybody woke up, they uh, remembered that they had a druid there that um, must have been like less than intelligent, to say the least, as he was still under the command spell. Uh, he uh, was then interrogated by Helrin, who volunteered to interrogate this druid. And, fire. Yes, in the flammable wooden barn with the hay as well. Um, Not just he, <laughs> he cast Scorching Ray and was dead on the third ray of fire without uttering a word of intelligent speak, really, or giving them anything that they needed. I can't they, I have a flaming personality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they exited the barn, made it to the loading dock where... Alrun is the flaming Cheeto of the party. <laughs> The extra flaming hot Cheeto found a bag of them today. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, they made it to the loading dock, um, have opened the doors, are going in. Uh, Methanos is covered by the cart and the barrels of wine that are on there. Henri is, is, y'all have got to quit dying because I'm struggling trying to remember these names. Um, Henri is up on a balcony inside. Uh, Helrin has been spotted. Um, Kelton is off to the side of a door, I believe. And Ismark is at the back of the cart as well with Methanos. I uh, have not missed anything. Um, y'all have heard the druid inside yell, get him. And as y'all heard this, there were 30 twig blights that came out of a vat inside of this room. This room is uh, roughly three stories tall. There's a uh, balcony or a platform that uh, goes, or walkway that goes around the entirety of the room. It is made of wood. Um, in case anybody has forgotten, it is flammable. Uh, the Andre <laughs> is standing on this platform. The cat, uh, vats are eight foot wide and are 12 foot tall. Uh, you know now that one of them is empty, 
um, because you have seen the twig white come out of them. The druid is up on the platform or walkway as well and has her back turned to Henri. And that is where we come back in. We are in initiative. And let me... And everybody has rolled initiative. Did you want me to do a stealth check? You can. I mean, you're already in there. Adrian, you don't have uh, DJ's... you don't have DJ permissions on here, do you? I I think I do, because I was able to see the queue. What do you want to do? I just wanted to see if you could find some music. Uh, I mean, I got the link, but it just ain't playing loud to me. So where is... Uh, well, is right that? now it's playing the, the D&D right battle music. Okay, okay. I hear it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that loud enough for everybody, or you want me to turn it up again? It's good for me. Yeah, it's good for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are in initiative. Um, Henri goes first, and I will go, you know, to everybody as they get into their turn. Let me tell you how the they are looking. Um, like I said, the druid has her back turned to you all, and the twig blights, there's going to be 30 of them, uh, are coming out of cast or vat number three. Uh, I want to try this tonight. I tried it with them, the other battle. I want to see how it goes again now that we have everybody here. I'm going to give y'all 30 seconds to discuss about what you want to do, and then we'll go into that round. At the end of that round, we will. I'll give y'all another 30 seconds to discuss. Yeah, 30 seconds to a minute, and then go through that round. See awesome. how that does. What, okay, what did you say the way the layout was there's twig blights and where's the the druid um she is up on the balcony or walkway that Henri is on but like across the room and everybody else is downstairs yes yeah. okay so Mathano's... considered like y'all are on the floor level and Henri and the druid are on the second floor okay so Methanos is waiting for the twig blights to get closer to the card uh mm-hmm. it's a card like, where's the card exactly? Is it like in the entrance? Like, how far into the entrance is it? Uh, I would say halfway. Okay, so Methanos wants to basically tank this bunch of uh, twig lights around the card, um, and then maybe give uh, Andre an opportunity to to hit the droid because he's the only one that has a drop on it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ninety feet of dark vision too. There you go. Uh, and then, you know, this, I don't know how this is going to go, but, like, potentially I want to keep the druid on me. Like, I want to keep, that's what I want to do as soon as I can get, you know, uh, as soon as I'm able to jump in and get the twip light so that the druid focus, focus on me so that the attention is not on Henry. Okay. <clears throat> Anybody? Go ahead. Spell sniper, if I have a range of 360 feet, can I hit the druid with Eldritch Blast? Probably. If you can see him, yes. Okay, so I don't... Uh, You're on the outside, I would say from your vantage point, you cannot see him yet. Okay, okay. In fact, unless you are inside, you cannot see the druid. Can I see the twig blade? Uh, I'll say you can see a group of them, yes. Okay. I'm going to Elgin's class. Okay. Anybody else? I'm going to snipe that druid. Yeah. Huh? I'm going to the 
I think if I think if everything goes bad, you just yeah, go fireball. That's right. <laughs> just, uh, you gotta love fireball. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Henri, your turn. So I'm currently at the top of the stairwell, correct? And hidden, yes. right? Yes. Well, you're so, in plain sight. The blight know that you're there, but the druid has her back turned to you. I'm going to roll an attack roll ranged with mm-hmm. my ready longbow, and I'm aiming for top center mass, right between her shoulder blades, uh, with enough force to maybe knock her over the railing. Do if that's making Lord, let me fix my microphone, guys. I'm sorry. That's all. Can you guys hear me now? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to make a ranged attack with my ready longbow, uh, right between her shoulder blades, or center mass and high enough that would possibly knock her over the railing at the very least. Okay. Rolling that. I rolled a d20 plus 101. Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be 121. Um, she gets vaporized. <laughs> uh. 12 total then. D20 plus 10. You got a 12? Mm-hmm. With a D20 plus 10, you got a 12. I rolled it that too. <laughs> you miss. And <laughs> with the miss, she now spins around and notices you. Fuck. Okay. Henri's <clears throat> giving a very apologetic stare. In a- <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh... Prepare whatever hot tea I still have left as a peace offering. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just scrambling about his person, going through pockets, trying to find his flask of tea. Uh, uh, Methanos, your turn. Did Methanos, uh, uh, for what I got last time, Methanos cannot see the druid yet. Correct? No. Like he doesn't know what it is. Um, so it's fair to say that he didn't, like, he probably saw an arrow. But he didn't see anything that and like happened. He's At the very least, you heard the arrow. Okay, but I don't know if it hit or not. And right. Was, okay, perfect. Uh, how far away are those twig lights? Twig lights from me. Uh, I will say a hundred feet right now. Okay, Methanos wants to hunker down right now. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. He's waiting for the the twig lights to get closer uh, uh-huh. in order to engage. Uh, where is so Ismart is right next to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share this information with Ismark. I'm going to share my plan with Ismark. So I'm telling Ismark that I am waiting for those things to get close so that we can tank them. Um, can I talk to Kelton? Is Kelton, like, close to me? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's so, within earshot. Okay. So Methanos is going to tell Kelton. He's going to say, basically, look, I think between Ismark and I, we had the, the ground floor cover. You and Hellrun need to go up and provide assistance to Anri. Uh, Kelton will nod and send you back a message just because he doesn't feel like talking and we'll just say, got it, kill these damn flights. Methanos, in a very grumpy manner, would like nod the head in acknowledgement. Uh, um, so this druid turns around, as she turns around, she <coughs> sees. Uh, the error having missed her turns around and let's see. Uh, so she just yells something unintelligible and 
y'all have no idea what she did, but it looks as though to Henri that she missed. So let's see. How operative? <laughs> Do what? <laughs> I said now he can offer her the tea. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would laugh so hard if that's what it takes to like defuse this battle. It's like Andre would say, "Hey man, do you like do you like Arrow Gray or the one type of tea that like Henri doesn't have, so she attacks all of us and kills them. I want your turn. Okay, I'm gonna he's gonna point his staff at the blights and say something unintelligible in Sylvan because I really don't have anything prepared for him to say and he's going to cast um outage blast and get an 18 to hit you're casting this at the druid i was at the blights i can at the blights okay um that will hit and it'll be nine damage and for i'd like to use movement and can he move towards the steps to get up to the second floor or is the way blocked yes you can you can you can fit in past the uh cart Okay, I'm gonna head up there to do what Mathano suggested. Uh, um, the uh, let me. I want to make sure I got this right. Uh, yeah, they begin to move closer to you. Um, too far away to really make any attack. So let me. Uh, all the needle lights are moving towards you all. Um, Hellrun, it is now your turn. Okay, do I see where the druid is? Are you moving into the... Yeah, I, are, what, yeah, I was moving in, remember, because I was trying to creep. I was moving in when I got spotted. That's right. That's right. Um, yes, you can see the druid from where you're okay. at. Okay. Can I thunderstep up there in front of her? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as you got the spell, you can. Yeah. That's what I do. Uh right. So tell me what you do then. How, how, do, how do you thunderstep there in front of her? I mean, uh, do you do... I guess it's just basically cast the spell on it. I mean, do you do it like with a a flourish, or you just like do the Harry Potter thing and just disapparate, or yeah, just evaporate? Uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Thunderstep will cause damage to those who are right there at you, won't it? Within ten feet. Okay, that will be that would be the cart, so it could get pushed. I would say to the side. Okay, so yeah. The cart will get pushed to the side, but with Ismark and Methanos being at the back, they will not get hurt from it. But are we exposed? Like, can the Twig Blacks now see us? <laughs> I would say so, yes. Okay, so Methanos is just kind of crouching. i <laughs> chill, like, waiting for the Twig Blacks. And I guess so this cart just, I didn't, like, I flies. Didn't, <laughs> I, didn't move, I didn't move in 10 feet. When I moved in last time, I didn't go in past it because I was moving my full movement speed into the place last time. Right. So I should be at least 30 feet into the building. Okay. Well, it's only 10 feet. Let me do that math in my head then. I'm trying to see if you'll get any twig lights with it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the cart's still there then. It would have been funny. I like the idea of Nathanos just getting like annihilated by the cart while he's trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved in thirty. The twig pots were hundred. Seventy. So no, you won't hit any twig lights there. Yeah. Uh, I just, just want to pop in front of her and push her down. Two things. <laughs> uh, where is? Okay. 
Ismark, I had rolled for you because I didn't know if we could get you in here, and you got an 11. Okay. So you are behind the cart that moved to the side, then moved back, and still <laughs> undercover. I mean, so, while the, the like wild things are warping around me, um, I, I want to get to the base of the stairs, and, and that way I can try and hold off the twig blights from, from coming up behind the guys that are fighting the druid. Okay. Um, I believe, yeah, you have 30 feet of movement, so yeah, you can get inside and in front of the cart with no problem. Okay. And um, I'm not leaving anybody stranded by doing that, correct? Uh, Methanos is still outside. So I look back over my shoulder and I'm a nerd and just cruise on it. <laughs> <laughs> he is the one that I would be least concerned about leaving behind. Methanos makes a mental note. His facial expression does not change at all, but he's looking at you and he's he made a mental note of that. That's a out of out of out of character, I would say like w- watch out for dick shots, cause yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I know. Wait, uh, the tweet bots are roughly like seventy feet away from cool. you all now, so y'all are starting to get into range. If you have spells, some of the shorter range spells, um, if there's anything different that y'all want to do, you got thirty seconds to a minute to talk about what you want to do. So this is the next round? Okay. Yes. I'm going to try a peace offering. If um, well, maybe. You, you got Hellward standing between you and the druid. He's right in the druid's face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Richard, question to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're about 70 feet right now, right? Which means that in their next turn, they're going to move closer and be 30 feet away from us, right? They'll be 40 feet away, yeah. They'll be 40 feet away. Mm-hmm. Um, if Methanos wanted to push that car in even further, how much mm-hmm. can he How much can he push it, like, push it, push the, the car in? Roll me a d20 real quick. Uh, I got <laughs> 16. I said you can push it in 30 feet. Easy. Whoa, okay. Okay, good, good. All right, so that's what Methanos is going to do. He's going to push that car even further in to provide more cover as the twig lives come in. Okay. All right. Anybody else got anything? Yeah, I'll, like, when I get around, I'm just going to reach out and touch the druid right on the center of her forehead, cast chill touch. Oh, okay. Okay. I think uh, come together. <laughs> if I'm heading up the steps, how many turns will it take me to get up to the second floor? You can get it within... You, I mean, you're already up there. Okay, then I'm going to magic missile the druid. Okay, because the steps to lead up were right inside. Okay. The door. I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Henri, your turn. All right. I'm going to, as a bonus action, cast Hunter's Mark on this female druid. And what that does is, it, for a minute, it gives me a bonus d6 on a damage roll. If I give a successful hit, mm-hmm. it gives me advantage on survival, perception, nature, and wisdom on hunting them. Uh-huh. So that being said, what's the lay of the land right now? Uh, the druids are like roughly 70 feet away from the edge of the cart uh, as of right now. Um, you can see 
Helrin right there in front of the female druid. Uh, Kelton is basically right there beside you. Ismark is into the room as well, having left um, Thanos behind. You know, uh, and the like I said, the twig lights are roughly seventy feet away as of right now. Okay, so, so that, that's all that has changed. Would moving to the side upon the balcony give me a clearer shot towards the druid? Mm, not really, because there's nothing between you and the druid. Uh, I thought Helgrin was like literally in front of me. He is in front of the druid, but the druid had her back. Oh, that's right. She turned around. So, yes, now Helgrin is in front of her. So you would have to move your full movement to get an angle on her. Let me roll that. Huh? Roll, roll, roll your dice. <laughs> I was thinking of that too. Roll, roll, roll your dice. Hopefully. All right, uh, twenty-seven for that attack roll. Nice. That will hit. Nice. All right, and then that's a D10 for longbow plus. Huh? And what are you using to roll your dice? What is that? Uh, it's actually an online dice roller app that Chance, he's a visually impaired uh, person up in the Knights of the Bro server built, and it is like the most accessible and pretty badass online dice roller. That is... Hmm. You can, you can message him on Discord, or I can message him and he'll give you the link to it. Alright, yeah, that would be, that'd be sweet. Yeah, because I just rolled a d10 plus a d6, and I got a 9 total, so 9 total damage. So your dice are weighted, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I would think that, especially because it's a Knights of the Braille uh, yeah. person created it. <laughs> <laughs> no, in our Saturday session, it turned against Chance. He almost died. Oh, that's just making everybody else believe that it's not weighted. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he plays it with the unweighted button, right? Nathanos, <laughs> your turn, sir. I was going to describe the attack. Oh, yeah, go no, ahead. Go first. Describe go the attack. Uh, so. Anui is kind of stalking to the side of Helrin, moving over to the left with a small prayer to Maliki. He will draw his oaken longbow and with pretty admirable position, uh, launch this two-foot arrow into this lady's, like right where the shoulder connects to the, I'm not going to say breast, but chest. Like in the collarbone? Yeah. You could always say the mammary gland if you didn't want to say breast. (laughs) (laughs) So, a two-foot length of Oak and wood, feathers, and barbed steel is now sticking in this lady's shoulder. In her movie. <laughs> no, not that. He said it, it wasn't you. <laughs> Methanos, your turn. Um, I, I'm going to have a Vickless moment, and I'm just going to ask, is, is that Druid hot? Um, she has about three teeth in the front of her on her upper uh, gum line. Uh, none on the bottom. The teeth that she does have are black. She's wearing deer antlers that are still bleeding from the deer that she ripped them off of. And her coat is rotten animal skin. So basically she looks like someone from Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) He said it, not me. Anyways, back to my side. (laughs) It looks insane in character now. Yeah, yeah, they should have done that. <laughs> so Methanos, eh, okay, Methanos is going to basically peek, um, still kind of cover behind the cart, and he sees the twig likes coming, and he's gonna push that cart in even further, so thirty feet in. Can, uh, I, can I aid him since I'm now next to him since he moved it thirty feet in? 
Do what now? Can I aid him to move it farther if that's what he wants to do? Since he since he moved thirty feet up, he should be next to me with the cart. So. Well, like um, 30, 30 feet is probably about right. So that oh, next, okay. like basically next, and yeah, next time they'll be about they'll still be about ten feet away from us, I think. But then we can jump in and be okay. like, "Ha!" <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so that's what Metanos is going to do. Um, sweats like pouring from this man's like you know forehead, and he's like you know holding his hammer and his shield and just like hunkering down there. He's right next to Is- Ismar again, and then just like gives Ismar, I guess, a, a dirty look. Uh-oh. For about <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Come on. He just stares at you. <laughs> I love this. Yes. I know I put it in here. Where did I put it? Okay, um, Ismark and Methanos, roll me 2d4. As you both feel piercing pain in the bottom of your feet. Did you say Nathanos and Ismark? Yes. Alright. Uh, that's nine in total. Is that the damage that I'm taking? How'd you get nine? You said 2d4. Oh, never mind. That's a d6. Never mind. Yeah, it's. What kind of math are y'all doing? No, it's fine. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. I got eight, so there you go. Ismark got a four. Alright, so Ismark, you take four. Math is hard. Points of damage. Methanos, you take. On a 2d4 roll, you take nine points of damage. Uh, I'm just messing with that. You take eight points of damage. Yes, sir. Uh, and as you both take this damage, you realize that the blood that is coming out of you is in the shape of a spike at your feet. Um, and let's see. Uh, oh, oh, I'm hunting the spell. Is that is is that? I guess we can't hear anything. But like, would uh, Hellrun and uh, Andrew would hear the druid? Uh, cast the thing. That's what she cast the first time. Yeah. Uh, uh, I see. And Helen already being in there felt it. He, he didn't get the pain, but see, y'all two, you two, did not see it getting cast. If that that's makes a, sense. That's a cool spell. What spell is that? Uh, I mean, tell, me, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me after. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> um. I like it. I guess I would see it though, right? Since I'm on that floor. Yes. You were in there whenever the druid cast it, so you would know where it's at. Uh, uh, the druid goes to cast um, Ice Knife, and um, <clears throat> I take it a seven does not hit Helen. No. Uh, um, and four more would it took hit him. Pitiful roll. I finally get an attack. Um, she turns... And runs away, and that is her turn. Um, come on. And Kelton, it is now your turn. Kelton is going to point his staff at the druid, and pew pew pew, he's gonna shoot magic missiles. Three inky black blobs fire out of the staff, go right at her, getting an eleven damage. Uh, and this druid is uh, bloodied. So these uh, needle blights move closer to y'all. They are within 10 feet of you now. Um, 
y'all are blocked by that, so they can't do anything. So now it is Helen's turn. I'm casting Chill Touch at the Druid. Huh? Right. I roll. <clears throat> yeah, I'm probably missed a nine. Yes. <laughs> you miss. Y'all are like playing tag, but nobody's touching the other person. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything else you wish to do in your turn? I don't think there's anything else I can do. Alright. Uh, Nether Black group moves closer, still out of range. Ismark, you are now basically beside Methanos, and it is your turn. As so, you see, the Needle Blights come within uh, 10 feet of you. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, how many of them are there? Is it just, do I have to single each one out to attack, or... No, I do it when there's this number of enemies. I do it in groups. There are five groups. All right. So, and Nathanos, you were trying to move the cart a little bit farther still, right? No, I want to leave it there so that we can funnel them. Because basically, they will. I'm assuming they will go through. They can see you, so they'll go towards you. But then we can prevent them from like going up the stairs and then fight like maybe one or two groups at a time. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um. Then I want to turn to the nearest, the, the group that's nearest to the stairs and start swing, uh, swing with my katana. So, random number between 1 and 20. A random 1 and 20 is 5. So, 11 total for that attack. 11 for the attack roll? Yes. Uh, that attack misses, but you do get a second attack with Ismark. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing. So, uh, random number between 1 and 20. A random number between... So 22 total. That will hit. <laughs> okay. Random number between 1 and 8. So 12 total nice. damage. Nice. Nice. You said 12, right? Yes. Uh, um, and like these other guys, no, be patient with me when it comes to math because I hate it. Um, okay, let's see. Okay. So that is the end of that round. We're back up to... Uh, Ornery, or excuse me, Ornery. Um, 30 seconds to a minute to discuss what y'all are going to do, and then we'll right. go into round number two. Hellrend and Kelton, do you guys want Ornery to try and disable the druid? Or Okay. What's yeah, that works for me. I don't know if um, you guys want me to like disable the druid and then split my tension down to the twig bite, swarming Ismark and Methanos. I mean, I can still, like I said, if you still miss, I mean, I can still... Use another uh, thunder step and get in front of her. <laughs> I think you just stay up there and take her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the heavy hitters down at the bottom. Yeah, don't, don't yeah. worry about the twig lights. I, I just roll my my attacks right. Don't don't worry about the thick twig lights. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Man the game. Man the game. <laughs> I'm imagining we're all like shouting this in character, but then the battle. Nathaniel's <laughs> <laughs> like, do not walk down here. You will please. So, Richard, what do you want me to pre roll for a called shot? Oh, shit. For a called shot? Like you will roll. A very specific part of the body. You will roll with disadvantage. I got you. Okay. So, if everybody's ready, Henri, it is your turn. So, do I still have a clear line of sight on the druid? Yes. I'm making a cold shot to expend that one ranged attack on this mm-hmm. druid's uh, Achilles heel or her tendon. Because I assume it's not very protected with her greasy leathers and stuff. 
Twenty-eight for the first. Twenty-eight for the first. Yeah, you. Uh, I need to check out them dice, sir. <laughs> it's an 18 plus 10. Yeah, I'm crying. Um, there's a cow that enter in, enters into the fray and he pops a big old pie right there. In front of it. It's a 19 for the lowest roll, so 28 and a 19 for attack. All right. So tell me how much damage. Uh, 1d10 plus 1d6. Mm-hmm. 13 damage total. How do you kill the druid? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Andre is kind of honing in and focusing and tuning out the din of battle. And with a very smooth and practiced gesture, he knocks another arrow, takes careful aim, and with another well, whispered prayer to Maliki, he lets loose. And this arrow sails to the air like the speed of light and lodges into this lady's uh, Achilles heel, severing it. And was she close to the balcony? She or... would roll off of the balcony if you hit her so she will fall off now so she kind of trips over her own feet at suddenly having her left achilles tendon severed which is understandable given the circumstances and uh falls not very gracefully to her demise honoree is has a look of grim satisfaction i wanted to use a fireball he's gonna call out now to ismark matano saying do you guys need help <laughs> I think I just saw this druid fall down. And with that, you the woman falls, and you hear a horrible splatting sound as her body lands on the wooden planks of the floor. Now <clears throat> she looks like somebody from Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> does, but she shoots me like somebody from Pennsylvania. She gets back up, missing all her teeth and nose, and then falls back down as she bounces <laughs> off of the ground. We do have people in Pennsylvania, not me, that are missing all their teeth. Uh, so, Thanos, <laughs> it's now your turn. And, uh, yeah, it's your turn. Well, um, Thanos first is it's going to acknowledge that Andri said that, and he's going to, like, Andri can probably see that there's a small kind of smile, like the beginning of a smile on Thanos' face. It could be the, a beautiful friendship. As 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 to like you know at the at what this uh this ranger just accomplished. Now, question for you: They're at, uh, so they're about ten feet away from the car, correct? Yes. Okay. So Methanos would like to move closer to the twig lights, uh, mm-hmm. but still keep. Basically, he wants to choke them in, so he wants to stay at the at the front of the cart, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he's gonna stand at the front of the cart, and which group of twig lights do I have in front of me at the moment that I can hit? Uh, you can hit uh, the fifth group. That's the only one that I have in reach? No, they're all... You said you want to keep them bunched up, right? Yeah, so like that's it. I'm trying to think how to describe this. The way I'm keeping it up in my head is like, so you have five yeah. and group number five and group number two side by side. Otherwise, they're going to be spread out like in a line. That's fine. I'll, uh, okay, so the, my first attack, Metana's first attack with his hammer that is slightly on fire, it's going to attack the, I guess, group number two. Um, I already rolled. I got an 18. That hits. Okay. And the damage is 14 damage. That's 10 bludgeoning damage plus four fire damage because they're twigs, so they basically right. take double damage for fire. And then he would proceed to attack 
Group number five, getting a dirty 20. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Same damage, 14 to damage to that group. And then he just stands there. So, with that, um, Kelton, it is now your turn. Uh, can I hit the the twig blights from the second floor, or do I need to go down? Yes. To the, okay. Uh, I'm going to... You need to jump right down the center of the <laughs> No, I will not. Dude, um, bear cannonball. Dude, that awesome. <laughs> you know what? Swan dive off the top. Kelton is going to shift into a bear. And he is going to launch himself off the off the second floor at these fucking twig lights. Just seeing so you know, though, I have no Dude, um, what do you want me to roll? Bear, the bear. I'm, I'm doing this math in my bear, head. The bear's elbow off the top shit, off the top row. Holy shit! <laughs> I wish, <laughs> I wish, I wish I had a chair to like toss. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have the chair, but I don't know if we have it with us. Oh, roll me three, three d six. I'm Anyways, blaming Zach, lack of sleep for this. You want me to roll? No, I got it. Okay. This is epic, dude. What the fuck? Six. That's all you got was six. I got three, two, and one. Okay. Nice. Dang. Um. Okay. Uh, He's so upset now. Okay, that's what I think it is. That is that is the damage you're going to take. All right. I'm now on. roll me three d six for the damage that you call. Uh, Vickless gives you uh, bardic inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Can Vickless give me bardic inspiration? For the <laughs> <laughs> because my number is kind of shitty. Uh, I got an eleven. That's good. Yeah, yeah but uh, it's a bear launching off the second fucking floor. Yeah, but like, look, you might you might hit like more than one group, which is pretty that's good. True. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. I have Jesus a habit of this in my about. Tuesday game. I dove <laughs> off of the fourth floor of a balcony and lived. So. <laughs> well, so this uh, is just your game. Yes, this is what I do. Yes, what I do. Yeah. Now. Ooh, the echo. Hello, hello. I know I'm echoing. I was. I, I was too, but now it's not. Yeah. All right, now, Kelton, give me your two attack rolls. All right, hold on a sec. Yeah, yeah. Thanos is going to be very impressed at Kelton. No more master cuddles after this. Uh, 15 for the bite. Uh, Does that hit? Yes. And the damage is a six. Okay. Your next attack. Uh, 14 for the the uh, claws. That hits. Uh, nine damage. Nine? Yep. Uh, I, one of the groups that uh, you landed on sends out needles. Where is it? What did we say? I always forget this. The ma mage armor isn't still on with the bear, right? No. No. Uh, um, His armor class is <laughs> as the bear. Do your do your stats have to change? Like if you change into a bear, do you are there stats that are set up for a bear? Or yes. I just go by the brown bear. I think there's multiple bears, but I just picked that because I was lazy and it's the first one I saw. So <laughs> I go by their stats okay. and the the AC is eleven because it's natural armor. I wish I could have my sixteen for, you know, my own character. Uh twenty one to hit. Damn it. 
you already have magical armor that it can change it as you can. shift. It will work on me as a. Uh, do you remember? Okay, what was the first damage I took? I forget. Was it six? Six. Okay. Um. And you took ten damage here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, the second group uh, shoots out needles towards. Um, God, about called you Thickless again, Thanos. <laughs> yes, sir. Getting, 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 uh, getting another twenty-one to hit. That hits her. How do you decide, Richard, when you say something is bloody? Like how many? Uh, half the damage. Okay. Well, the bear is pissed. <laughs> six, six damage. Six damage. Okay. Yes. Uh, the bear oh. is bleeding and pissed. Those oh, that's not that's not a good yeah. combination. Uh, the next group focuses on Ismark. Yeah, good. Bring him into it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a nineteen to hit. Damn it, that does hit. What the hell do they have to hit? What is their plus to hit? What is that? Uh, three. Wow, I'm trying to be rolling high. Your dice are. You're saying that Audrey's dice are loaded. Yeah. It's not it. Uh, if my di- if my dice are loaded, so are yours because we're using the same oh, website. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> you know some special cheat code. You have the yeah, game. Well, <laughs> I only have a plus ten to my range. Causing causing seven damage. Yeah. Okay. I wish I had these numbers. No, I get sixteen. Hellrun, it is now your turn. Okay, I'll cast magic missile towards the uh, pack of the lights. Nah. I got an 18 and a 16 hit. You don't need to roll the hit. Okay. Now, it automatically roll? hits. What's the dice I will put? Huh? Uh, one, how many, what level are you casting that? One? Two? Yeah. Uh, level one, one is three, one D4 per missile, plus one. Okay, three. How do you remember that, man? Because I use magic missile with my character on my local yeah. station. Yeah. It's like uh, me asleep when I press it. The more the more you get used to doing it, the yeah. Is that a low level spell for for wizards? Uh for wizard, I don't know if wizards have. I know sorcerers do. I think you, wizards do. Yeah, if you choose it in your spell book. Yeah, but it is the baddest spell there is because it's a guaranteed hit. Are there a lot of spells? Mm. That's the only one that I know of right off the end. They're really like look. Um, but when you think about like 1d4, it's like, oh, that's not a lot of damage. But when it's a guaranteed hit, mm-hmm. I got a total of 11 damage. 11 damage? Ooh, not bad yeah, at all. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Right. Andrew's giving you a grudging look of respect. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I got two threes. I got yeah, two threes and uh, one four. So plus one. So. Wait, two threes? Plus one four, yeah. That's ten. Uh, hold, hold on, wait, the th- wait. This is making a big difference here. Hold on. Oh. Three, six, 13, right? ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen damage. Oh, thirteen. Okay. So, oh, it's one hold for on. each missile. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's one okay. for each. Storm. That I made a big difference that. because that killed one of the groups. Nice. Uh, uh the needle group number three. Um, excuse me. Attacks uh, going after. Uh, we'll go after um Thanos again. Hey there. Because nobody else is down there with y'all. That's fine. That's my job. I'm down there now. Getting a. You're down there now. Didn't I jump down there? Yep. Yeah. You did. Yes. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so they shoot after Kelsey. I don't know. I don't think you should be able to change the attack if I swing that. Da, da. Just, just go on. They're your own grave, my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. After will help you out. You're Get right. Fifteen to hit. Oh, yes. I would have deflected that shit. <laughs> like easy. So it actually does hit. Dang. Yeah, the bear only has an eleven. Ah, I like I love the attacks, but it's eight. Six plus ten plus three. You take six damage. <sighs> I'm just trying to mess with your head by like adding up the higher numbers. I was all prepared to say you guys see Kelton standing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ismark, it is now your turn, sir. So I'm just gonna attack that same group that I was already on, just keep pushing forward with the momentum that I had. I rolled a 26 for my first attack. Uh, how much damage? Seven. Um, and then... Did, did, huh? did you did you roll a, an actual 20 on the dice? Yeah, but... Uh, so that's I get that's to, a crit. Yeah, that's um, yeah if you damage. roll a natural 20, you have to let me know. Oh, so um, yeah, in case you guys haven't noticed that I'm super new to this. That's Uh so what is your damage on that roll? Uh, it was a seven. No no um it should say like one D eight or one D six, whatever your damage. Oh, roll. It, it's one D eight and then the uh katana had four. Okay, so let's see, that's eight, that's twelve. Hold on just a sec. Let me put that. Mark is a badass. Yeah. Dude, just eight plus four, that's twelve. Okay, now roll that D eight again. Now we'll just say that you did the seven on that one. Yeah. So okay. um yeah. uh, you took out that group right there at you. Amazing. Sweet. You got one more roll. You get two, <laughs> you two paws up from the bear. <laughs> oh, so you yeah, is Mark gets cocky after that. He, <laughs> Starts, he turns and immediately just swings at another group and whiffs. I rolled an eight for my second attack. So <laughs> that's his mark for you. It yeah. is. It, is. <laughs> it really is. No, Zach, you're doing a great job with this, Mark. There's uh, nothing there. So yeah. Um, let's see. The uh, group shoots needles at you, getting a twenty to hit. Ouch. Damn. Yep, not, is- not not a natural twenty, but a twenty. Okay, thirty two. Let's see, seven plus nineteen. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Twelve damage. Twelve. Yeah. Damn. Chipping away at all is Mark. I do my best. Okay, and that brings us to the end of the round. You all have killed a druid and two groups of needle blights so far. Thirty seconds to a minute to decide what you want to do, and then we'll go back to the round. Mithalus is going to swing their hammer. I'm yeah, gonna go. Do you guys want me to switch to a supporting role and cast uh, some healing spells or guidance for you guys? I, I am looking kind of rough. I've yeah, I've, I've had better days than right now. Um, so that I'm good. has uh, achieved his goal of uh, getting the high marked kill, so he'll switch to support mode then. I'm leaving it. Mithalus or paladin? No, I'm a blood hunter. Okay. But um, I'm um, I'm good. I'm good. Mathanos is. Okay. I live for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um. So the pain is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You sound like my priest from the Star Wars thing. 
Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you sound like my priest in real life. I was like, man, you need yeah, to I'm change. <laughs> That's what I should have said just to see what anybody said. Note to self: Go to another church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you sound like Father. Insert name. <laughs> you say you're in a Star Wars game? Oh yeah, I ran one. Um, I ran two oh, of them. That sounds cool. It can be. We'll talk about that after I stop recording. Uh, <laughs> we have some things uh, to tell you. And Henri, back to you, sir. All right. Um, I don't know if I want to follow Kelton and jumping down into the. Ah, train. come on! All the cool kids do it. Um, you you can heal your friend to jump down though, if you would like. <laughs> what dexterity check would I have to make to get that landing and not take at least maybe as much damage or minimize it? Super if, you get, if you get me a natural twenty. You won't take any damage. Superhero land. How about if he rolls a natural 20, he lands on Kelton's back and rides the bear into battle? You know, I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know cool. how Kelton will respond to being a road, to be honest with you. <laughs> I thought he was pretty used to it. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's the bugbears. <laughs> that's the bugbears. Philly, Philly, Philly dropping the bombs. Did you hear that? <laughs> Philip just dropped the mic, son. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, what did... some oil. It'll go by quickly. Anyways, no, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get kicked off again. I just got to tackle nothing. Hey, Jim will you get in trouble. Me. Won't be us. Oh, it's on my account too, though. I forgot about that. Dexterity acrobatics. Um, oh. give me acrobatics. I wonder if you have any listeners. I still want a natural twenty, or you take damage. <laughs> uh, twenty-four, not in that twenty. You will take 3d6 worth of damage as you miss the area that you was aiming for. Okay. Can I roll something to catch him? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, you can. Roll me a, um, uh, what? Y'all know I had trouble with the A word. Um, athletics. Okay. So Henri just discarded his bow on the landing and drew his long sword and he's just really caught up in the. Uh, which, the bear doesn't have anything down for athletics, which should I? Uh, just use Kelton. Well, add, I'll add three to whatever Kelton's is. Perfect music as we're waiting on yeah. Kelton to see. <laughs> uh, Kelton got a 14. You miss. You swipe and miss <laughs> as he dives over you. But there is silver lining to the, um, to the cloud. Plus, plus zero, I'm sorry. Ah. Um, Henri, roll me, uh, roll me 2d6. And the reason I'm not doing three is because the bear was a lot bigger than damage. How much? Uh, ten damage. They with only two dice. You, yeah, they're loaded. They definitely loaded. It's a five and a five. <laughs> uh, it's a two decent. Uh, um, um, or is there anything else, Henry? No, there is nothing else that you can do. Yeah, was that my action and my movement? Yes. All right. So wait, it was pretty bad and pretty cool, but yeah. Do what now? So did I take 10 points of damage or? No, you caused a group of Nidobots 10 points of damage as you landed among them. You uh, you took 3D, no, what did I say? I said 2D6. Yep. Um, roll that for how much damage you took. All right. 
So yeah, so Henri pretty much just swan dies with his long sword since he just like discarded his bow. <laughs> he flung the bow away as he leaped. Like, I need you no more. Well, he gently discarded it. Uh I like my idea better. You don't like my plus 10 attack bonus? Me. No, not with loaded dice, I don't. I <laughs> the lowest roll I can get is an 11. I know. I think he's saying he wants you to get more 11. Uh, as your bow lands softly on the ground, a human hand sneaks from around the door, snatches it up, and you hear a cackle as Jed York runs away. Oh my Jesus. god. <laughs> That's Satan and Carly. That is. <laughs> so how much damage do you on him? Can I use my bonus section cast onto his mark on him? Anyways. Not today. So how much damage did you take? Three points of damage for myself. Uh, uh. Mathanos, it is now your turn. Alright, tell me about the group. So, how many are left and how are they looking? You would ask me to count. Uh, hold on. One, two. There's three groups left. Um, they're still like hemmed in like you wanted them, like bunched up. Uh, mm-hmm. You have basically still the same two groups in front of you. Mm-hmm. They're different groups, but the same layout. Um, Okay, so let's let's go for grand group number two, which is the one that was in front of me before. I got a sixteen to hit. Sixteen. Yep. That will hit. Okay, so that's uh, sixteen damage. So that's twelve bludgeoning plus four fire. It's my first attack. Huh? That group's still alive. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Well. Second yeah, damage. because these other people have killed the groups that you originally was working on. Oh, this, this is a different. Okay. Yeah, because the oh, other people Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. See what I'm hit... saying? They're still in the same layout. It's just a different group. Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna. Cru- I'm gonna then attack my second attack with my other group right next to that one, getting a 16 to hit, and that's an 11 points of damage. So seven bludgeoning plus four fire. Uh. And Methanos is. I just. I just. I mean, I don't think that Kelton would know, but Methanos is very proud of what Kelton did. Okay. And he said. His, his face doesn't change, so it's the same. Uh, Kelton. Uh, Kelton will try his bite and his claw. He'll get an 11 on the bite and a 22 on the claw. The claw hit. How much damage? Uh, 11. Ah, this group is very bloody that you are attacking. Kelton uh, is they, a hungry, hungry bear, just like hungry, hungry hippos. Um, <laughs> anything else you wish to do with your movement? Uh, I think I'm pretty in the thick of it, right? So yes, I'll just any on. movement you make will cause an opportunity attack. Then no, I'm not moving. Uh, I will look over at Henri and nod my head at his diving attempt. Though, so. <laughs> um, the next group, and I still uh, one of these days when we're out of combat, I'm gonna have Kelton sit down and drink tea very delicately out of a cup in bear form. Okay. Um, I, I hate rolling this. I hate telling y'all that I rolled this because I enjoy your character so much. Um, this group uh, that's right there at you, Kelton, they begin to shoot needles out at you, getting a one to hit. 
I could have killed you at that moment. <laughs> so they will take uh, eight points of damage themselves. Uh, oh. Kelton just oh. shrugs it off, and if a bear can glare, he glares. Winnie the Pooh can't be taking honey. Um, Hellrun. Kelton is a rampaging Winnie the Pooh okay. with no honey. <laughs> I cast Chill Touch, and I got a nat 20. You got a nat 20? Uh -huh. yeah. What's the damage on that? My man. Damn. Oh, He's got seven dots. Yeah. It's a D10? Yeah, I think it's 2d10. Yeah, it's 2 of whatever because you are at um, 5th level. Yeah, 2d10. Wait, Chill Touch is only 1d10, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It goes up one uh, one dice the so higher level you are. Oh, I Double thought it went up yeah. one dice if you cast it at a higher spell slot. No. Um, when you cast this cantrip at a higher level, like level 5, level 8, I think, or 10... It increases by 1D. Oh, okay. That's your character level, then. I thought it was a spell slot. You no, 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 no. Character okay. level. Okay, right, so don't even roll the dice. <laughs> you killed that group. Um, How does Hogan, like, endless, endless, end it right there? <laughs> is Mark. Uh, the group that was at the rear, it now comes forward. And it is your turn. So I'm sorry. Penetrated the rear is what you're saying. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Phil. Anything else you wanted to do? No. Your natural 20 killed that group. Badass. <laughs> uh, um, it's it's your turn. Yeah, so I think someone should roll my rules for this turn. I literally, series broken right now. I just rolled two more 20s, like nat 20s. So someone sure. else should roll these for me. Wow. Do you want me to roll, or...? Yeah. Um, no, it's so, your loaded pass. <laughs> I can do it if you want. Just, yeah, just for a, um, a katana attack. So that's that's right. plus, plus six to the attack roll. Mm -hmm. uh, you got a 16 for your attack roll. Dice are loaded today. Does that hit? It does hit. <clears throat> All right, Pretty so heavy. Damage, heavily damage 1d8 plus four. With that dice roller, you have to type in the dice. Because I can hear you like entering the numbers. But I can do like uh, I would know one d twenty minus one d twenty divided by two d six plus three d six plus. Oh, okay. That is pretty cool. Nine damage total. Huh? Second I, attack. I picture sure. Ismark is just this like picture whatever anime samurai you want to picture, and that's just what he does to these things. See, I picture him totally different. I picture Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. <laughs> I, I picture that he has the mustache. I was thinking, like, if anybody's ever watched Roni Kenshin, I was thinking of that. Oh, but... yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love, I fucking love that show, man. I know. It's so great. Uh, uh, Zach got a dirty 20 on his next attack roll. Ah, uh, that hits. How much damage? It's 1d8 plus 4. Mm -hmm. That was Samurai Deeper Kyo, Adrian, if you ever watched that. No, I haven't. So uh, he got out. a big fat 12. Hell yeah. Huh? Uh, <laughs> it is their turn. That um, just sounds even creepier now, thinking of him as Mr. Miyagi being into his sister. They will attack Mathanos. I mean, I picture... You know, 97? Oh. Yeah, Niel's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a 17 to hit. That does not hit, sir. Does not hit, okay. With just one group of them left, um, Honor, it is your turn. 
I'm sure y'all all gonna like attack just to kill them. Of course we are, sir. Yeah, because y'all okay. are murdering hobos. Well, isn't that our job in this campaign? Pretty much, yeah. I think. So it's a Henri's turn. Yes. And I assume these. Well, I'll cast Sacred Flame on the last group. They have okay. to pass a DC Dexterity check, which would be. 10 plus proficiency plus it, 3, 5, 6, 7, 8. Uh, DC 18 dexterity check, if I'm doing yeah. that correctly. They got a 35. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but use my, use my if, if they fail the save, they take a 1d8 radiant and are easier or well, ranged attacks get advantage on the attack roll and they get no bonuses for cover. How much damage do they take? Uh, they got an 18. I'm good. No, uh, no. Or radiant damage. 16, excuse me. I was doing the math wrong. Mm-hmm. They failed their dexterity. So they take full damage then, right? Yeah, I don't know if they take any bonus damage or anything like that. I wouldn't think so. Okay. So they just take four? Mm-hmm. Honor basically lifts up his long sword and a beam of uh, radiant light <laughs> descends from on high to toast these upstart twigs. Okay. Um, well, with with that, they are now, um, they're woody, in other words. Um, <laughs> Wood uh, shavings are just falling everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Methanos, uh, it is your turn. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say I used my action to uh, move next to Ismark as well. Okay. Um, would an 11 hit? No. Okay, so Methanos misses his first uh, attack with a 19 hit. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, getting a 15 total damage, so 11 bludgeoning for fire. Okay. Kelt, is there anything else you wish to do with your turn? Nope. Dennis is just standing over there, chilling. Kelton. Uh, 19 for the bite. That hits. The damage on that is 11. What do wood, or, uh, needle blots taste as you chew them? It tastes like I'm eating toothpicks, so he's not a fan of it. Well, you have, tell me how, tell us how you killed this last group. Um, okay. Um, as this swig, as this well, needle black light flexes the, its needles at you. The claw, we're going to say he uses the claws because I think that would hit it with a 20. And he just slices these things apart. You just see wood falling, falling everywhere. Uh, he bends down, picks up a piece of it, bites into it, spits it out, disgusted, and just continues to claw these things apart and scatter them everywhere. Huh? And he bends down and shits on the remainder of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for. I uh, thought about uh, it, but I wasn't sure. I'm like, ah, I'm just... Thinking Philip influenced you too much. Uh, yeah. I think he did. <laughs> uh, so and and in, his, in his mind, Kelton is thinking that one's for you, Ahmet slash Amelia. Yeah, so I noticed on my character sheet that, that whoever was playing before had experience marked in here. How are we? How do we keep track of that? I'll give that to you at the end of the session. Oh. Okay. Um, that was just as much as they had gotten in the last session. Uh, Michael keeps up with it pretty well because um, he's such a smart and intelligent young I'm man. I'm going to need an experience check, too, when the session's over because I know <laughs> yeah. I'm going. And um, he'll, he'll tell us and just add... Just add that to it, because he's got the most current one. Cool. Uh, okay. Because he's like kind of like the secretary. Okay. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Agree. 
I still want to eat sulfur and hydrochloric acid for midterms. <laughs> Kelton is going to shift back into his regular form because I don't want him having any damage as the bear. So, so, so are we at an initiative now? I think his so. heart goes over and is just astonished by the amount of shit that is sitting on top of the twigs. He's just like, how did that much stuff come out of you? Kelton casts a uh, ray of frost to freeze the shit into a giant icicle. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he picks it up and waves it at Methanos. He picks it up. That's just straight up nasty. Well, it's frozen Me- now, so. This is what Methanos is going to do. Methanos. Methanos, before you took a he giant shit. He made hands it, actually. Before you took a giant shit, Methanos thought that he was going to compliment you, but. Oh shit, I shouldn't have done it then. <laughs> so Methanos is just with his like basically, you know, dead fucking grumpy face, just looks at you and he says, You know, you have some potential, but then it's fucking wasted when you do shit like this. <laughs> then he puts his shield behind his back, reaches inside his back, and then he pops two healing potions, drops the bottles on the floor. And I will then... learn. Count <laughs> How are we going to test the mage head and try to search the through its body with the mage head? Yeah. I'm who's going to join up. Um, roll me an uh, investigation. Take her horns. Can I wear the bloody horns? You can. Alright, that's what I'm doing. Is Marcus such a savage? I mean, out of plus two, so it's 21. Oh, that's a good roll. Out of character, I think Vickless would have, you know, Try to get it on with a druid. Just oh, he, he sure he would have, yeah. Very, very, <laughs> very probable he would have. Because yeah. druid's probably on his list, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. It was until you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, it was wasn't, it was more Sylmistra than me. I can't argue against it. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to regale you the tale sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it was a sad day. It was a sad day. Three night hags, two children, and two party members with one spell. Fucking asses splash. Ah, uh, um, so what did you get on your investigation? Dirty 21. Dirty 21, you find the entrails of some forest animals that you're not sure of what they are. You find, um, about three sets of eyeballs in the pocket. You find a bottle of some black liquid in a stoppered bottle that is there's approximately a quarter of it left um <clears throat> that's really about all that you find helton is fighting down his bear he instincts because those intros seem As delightful the and bring the bottle up to him yeah, i want to up with the smoke ready i want to take the eyeballs and poke them on the points of my horns and then takes some <laughs> blood and smear around my eyes. Oh, God. Mark, I need to refer you to a good therapist I know in Silvery. <laughs> Same one that Dietrich uses. Kelton Kel- still needs a therapist, too. So what uh, Methanus would like to do is walk towards I- Ismark, and uh, he would like to uh, cock-chock him. Just give him a dick shot. <laughs> <laughs> but why do I have to roll for that? Roll in the attack roll. Alright. <laughs> I got a... I got a 16. That does not hit. Damn it. 
Metanos misses the nut shot. Oh. Go for the nut shot, and I just kind of step to the side. Uh. Metanos keeps on walking. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to do but, it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but he he, he 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 thinks that he's gonna get you at some point. Gosh, he could just play it off as he was faking him out. <laughs> uh, um, Have you done a battle with the bottle, Helen? Yeah, he just keeps it. Like trying to examine it, or so I can figure out what it is. I'll do a nature check on those entrails, just to see what animals they are. Uh, um, your check reveals that they are the entrails of the deer. Hmm. <laughs> oh dear. Jane Doe was up to some mischief. Mm-hmm. You should wear them necklace. It's a deer. That'd be so. A, a deer. A female deer. Uh. uh well, Corruption like this needs to be exterminated. And I just come up behind you and I'm like, yeah, for sure. While I'm wearing her antlers with eyeballs poked all over the... <laughs> do I need to make you some tea to calm you down? Belton, do you want to Zach? Zach, uh, Zach, you also have a belt of healing, healing too. What's that? A belt of healing. I can't I haven't, I haven't had the chance to go through the inventory to make sure everything was there. I wasn't at the... Computer a lot today. Yeah. So I sent him what I had in my uh, backup files. I'll cast uh, two first level cure wounds on Ismark there. That's eight plus a four would be 12. So 24 hit points total then. 24 points of healing? Mm-hmm. He yeah. does have some healing potions I know of. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't mind expending some spell slots. Okay. Thank you, sir. You need much more. Including a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kelton, did you want some brewing? I would like some if you don't mind. Uh, I'd like to go outside then to start a fire, keep watch, and brew some. As you go to walk out, an arrow slams into the uh, like door jam right beside you with a note attached. Uh, after mildly panicking, but in a very controlled and calmly, Henri would like to uh, mutter that that was very rude of them and investigate the note. Mithanos walks right next to Henri. Might want to keep your head down. Nah. Okay. T for you to clear through. Um, so you have removed the note? Oh, uh, Henri's nearsighted, actually. Um, <laughs> he'll kind of squint at the note for a minute and then hold would it further. Would he like to set the note on fire? I mean, you know, I'm just <laughs> curious. <laughs> what does the note say? Um, you uh, roll me a history check. That is entirely. Can I assist Andre with the history check in somehow? Unfortunately, you cannot. Okay. At least the fifth day is good kindle for the fire. My opinion on the battery. Uh, there, there is one of you all who could. Hmm. Adrian, my iPad just died. Can you roll me gotcha. a D? What? What's your uh, plus? If for intelligence, I think it was sure four, right? Plus zero. Wisdom, strength, charisma, intelligence. No, it's just a plus zero. So flat it's, roll. It, his battery died because his dice is heavy. <laughs> you got a nine. <laughs> you do not recognize the writing, but it says you must hurry here. They have the big one. Is it uh, with the? Um... <laughs> Would um, Methanos recognize the writing? Like, or. No. 
Okay. Yeah, Henri's kind of squinting one? at it and uh, muttering to himself about boiling the tea faster. It is still there. Oh. And that's gonna and that's gonna be gross because when the ice melts, it's gonna be like a oh, fucking saggy and wet. You man, yeah. is... <laughs> and Kelton is not going to refreeze it. No, oh, you're stuck so with whatever you're. It, it's kind of like a chosen or uh, frozen chocolate banana. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all green and shit. Probably tastes the same too. Guess oh. what? So, um, what do you do with the note? Uh, shout to the rest of the group inside that we might need to hurry up and look for a big one that's not currently frozen. <laughs> Dude, Dude, that one's a pretty nice size, though, isn't it? Do you show it to anyone, or do you just tell them what it says? I mean, I'll walk in and brandish the note, but I can't, since I'm nearsighted, I can kind of make out what it says. It's kind of fuzzy. This coming from the one who called his shot, but yet he's nearsighted. Well, yeah, I yeah. shot her. I shot her in the in the uh, Achilles That's heel. Far, I was actually aiming for the left eye. I don't think I know what's up. Yeah, you said can't you see stuff near you very well at least. Yeah. But you can see uh, stuff further away. See, I'm unsighted, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm going to tell people now. I'm not going to say I'm blind. I'm just unsighted. Oh, unsighted. Yeah. yeah, I was just uh, calling out the Hellrend like, you might want to investigate the Hellrender is my. I, um, Kelton, are you in bear form still or are you back in Kelton? No, I'm back in Kelton form. I, um, you hear him shout this. What do you do? I come over and glance at the note. I'll have to you in a minute. Just You recognize this as Silmestra's writing. The fuck? Uh oh, I know it is. you look a little fuck. You, you immediately turn white. I know who it is, but still. Shock I think I and, <laughs> in shock and uh then you start getting a bit green and sick and then you start getting really pissed off. Is Mark is I'm going to okay? fucking kill him. I'm assuming it's Strahd. Nope. That's oh, right. That's right. Okay, so Kelton. Kelton right. Do you do you really? No, that's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Methanos, can you start a fire at the boil of the tea, please? Oh yes. Yeah. That, wait a minute. I think I do. Uh, Methanos replied to Henry, "I use something." <laughs> and yeah, he's gonna help you. Out of character, it's or it's um Dodger. Yeah. And I mean, no either, one either, party would either, either, no well, either 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 that or Semester is back somehow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh. So, you recognize it as Sylvester's writing. Uh, and you put, oh, go ahead. It says, you must hurry here. They have the big one. Uh, this is telling us to hurry and that they have the big one. Um, I know who wrote this. It's a long story. No one in the party other than Ismark would know, but we need to heed this advice. I'll have to tell me the story later then. We... Nobody, uh, the party was all new, right? None of them would know Dodge yeah. except no. Ismark uh, no. spent very little time okay. with Dodge. So, short term, we were part of our group with a Kinku who learned to write by imitating others, and she is obviously still keeping a watch on the group, so we need to move. And let's move. And T will have to wait. T will have to wait. Well, if we have to move, we can't be thrown. Yeah, Henri looks a little troubled at this. You know, he's moving over to, I guess, help Hellrend investigate and keep things moving along. 
Kelton is still staring at the note, seeing, even though he knows it's written from Dodge, written by Dodger, seeing the way the letters are formed and everything is making him turn even more green. And In fact, so Mestra's handwriting is very gaudy and flashy. Can can I roll an investigation check to see if there's anything else like of interest to us, like lying around near of value? Oh, would Henri have recognized it? He's nearsighted, and so he says. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I, there, I there, kind uh, of make out what it said. There's not a whole in lot in there other than like the cask, um, or not cask, I keep calling them that, that where the wine is fermented here. Uh, in, in your investigation, you have seen some rooms or a door that leads off from this one. Okay. But there's, no, there's nothing like... Um, like knives or gold or anything that's beneficial to the group. Okay. Well, I want to kind of ask the group if anyone wants to go at least see what's in the other room with me while we're here and Kelton. while they're trying to figure out the letter. Volunteer the scout. Mm-hmm. And Henri will retrieve his bow. His oh, so you're gonna, Henri's going to check out the room? Unless anybody wants to join him. Yeah, I'm going to go too. Uh, I was asking for someone I don't to know. go with me. Uh, how far? Kelton will go too. All right, so I guess we're all going. Mathanos grabs his shield and his hammer. What about the team? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like, well, Mathanos is kind of like, looks, I guess he was collecting uh, firewood and he just like, you know, without changing his face, he just like let her ar- his, ar- his arm goes and they just fall on the ground. And then when, he just when, like grabs his hammer with <laughs> his hand and his shield. He's like, oh, God damn it. When Kelton realizes, obviously, that there's not going to be any tea, he gets a, a look on his face if anybody's seen Zombieland that Woody Harrelson got when there wasn't any Twinkies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you want me to stay outside and make tea? No, we better move. But you do you do make do make really good tea. You do do? Do do do. No, I wasn't going I to say do do. I, I, I can't get over this picture in my head now that since he said, he, you know, or is you know, nearsighted. Now, for some reason, I'm picturing Ori as Mr. Magoo. I am too. I'm the same thing. <laughs> yes, me too. He's good at seeing far away, but not so much up close. <laughs> That's why I remember when he checked out that sign, he couldn't really read it. <laughs> oh, if I held the note up and Mage handed it far away, could he see it? <laughs> yes. Maybe a little better. I, um, are you going to do that? Yeah, I, Kelton will do that. I, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mithanos is just taking pose right next to Kelton at this point. He's <laughs> very sad a, about this team. Roll me a history check with advantage. Oh, that'd just be... Me or Ornery? No, um, Ornery. Uh, would someone mind volunteering to roll? I'll just see. What do you... You gonna get it, Justin? Yeah, I got it. What do you need okay. me to do? So just two straight uh, D20 without okay. tire. Well, we got a 10 and a 2, so I guess we have to go with the 10. Um... You recognize this as Sylvester Heatherfield's writing. Felton, you might want to hurry that story up. I really think we should get moving, but I will definitely tell you what. Um, Let me see the note first. Is there, is there anything uh, that we need? Like, was that cart ours, or was that just something no. that we No, that, was, that belongs to the uh, winery. Okay, um, then I want to go open the door to that other room. Kelton uh, will look over at Mathanos and he'll just say we're going to survive this because we need to have his tea Mathanos <laughs> looks at you without changing his facial expression and in, in a very low voice he says 
For once, we agree on something. Progress. <laughs> uh, uh, what did you get on the straight check? Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear you say anything. Oh, okay. So. Um, I'll roll it for you. You want me to roll it for you, or? Uh, let's see here. Random number between 1 and 20. Right. Yeah, mine's broken. I just keep rolling 20s. So, wow. And roll it. <laughs> Well, we'll say, we'll say it, it, it rolled it right. Um, you managed to open the door, and you hear a clanking sound as you do, and um, two pieces of chain fall on either on the other side of the door as you broke the chain as you opened it, leading into a area with stairs that go up and go down. Oh, Which way do we go? Robots. <laughs> we could split the group. Oh, yes. Mm, 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 Richard would like that too much. No, yeah, we're not. I, 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 like <laughs> I'm, I vote for up. Mithanas is just going to follow Kelton, so whatever Kelton goes, he'll go. Uh, I'm going to flip a coin. Heads, it's up. Tails, it's down. Well, I, fi- I figured if we can go up, a coin? Uh, up, up can't end up anywhere else. Downstairs, there may be something that like leads the building somehow. Well, know. it was head, so we're going up. Y'all can split in the party. I don't care. Oh, yes, you do. We're not split. <laughs> I mean, however, in Denon, we can go downstairs. Yeah, hell, we're not going downstairs. Okay. Going uh, up towards where the angels live. He hates what? that. Okay, so Henri and Helrin are going Helrin down. Helrin hates anything that has to do with going up. <laughs> and Henri has 90 feet of dark vision. Okay, so I just want to make sure I got this right. Henri and Helrin are going downstairs. Yeah. Okay, Ismark, you going upstairs or downstairs? Up. Up, okay. And Methanos is going to follow Kelton, who is yes. going upstairs, right? Yep. Right. Okay, <clears throat> I just want to make sure I got this right. Um, so you all die. Uh, <laughs> well, we have to roll death save those. So. Hello, D1. Henri to take point. Yeah. Right. Fireball. Um, get better vision. Fireball. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, Ismark and Methanos and Kelton first, and sure. then I will come to the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you three head up the stairs. Um, you can tell that this is a well-traveled stone staircase. Uh, and the other two of you, as you head downstairs, you notice the same thing. Um, you reach what you think is approximately the second story where the balcony or platform area was at. And uh, off to your left is a door that was previously hidden from beneath, from the lower floor. Excuse me. And as the staircase leads on up, you uh, also see to the side of the staircase a walkway that heads like parallel with the staircase, but um, goes past the staircase. Kind of like a hallway, like you got the staircase going up and you got a hallway that goes on past. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got you. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I'm I'm trying to make sure that I'm describing that right. Um. Okay. Uh, you can either go up the staircase or you can go down the hallway. Which one do you wish? I say we do the hallway. Methanos nods 
and just follow Scotty. I mean, we can split the party up again if you wish. <laughs> I want to check out that hidden door, the, the door that was hidden really bad. Um, as, as you open it, you notice that you're on the platform or balcony from where the druid was at. Okay. Well, I just run back to catch up with the other two then. All right. Um, as you're walking down this hallway, uh, you come to a door that is closed. Uh, it looks to be well used. Um, the handle is, I won't say dirty with age, but like dirty with the oil, like, and all off of your hands. Like it has been used a lot. Mm -hmm. I, I bet you won't lick the door handle. You bet he won't lick the door handle? I said, I bet you won't lick the door handle to the other two. See if I can get the stones. The Thanos looks at Ismark with his dead ass face and looks back at Kelton and he's like, you want me to open this or you want him to lick it? <laughs> I, I think the airman should, should open the door. Kelton. Uh, I think you should open it. Right. Thanos uh, put his shield on his back. He's holding his hammer on one hand. The other hand is on the handle and he opens the door. Um, on the other side of the doorway, you see a very plush hallway with nice hard wooden floors that are shined as though they've been like stained and polished. You know, um, several plush rugs line the hallway. There's a couple of paintings that hang on the walls. There's um, an end table with, you know, a vase and some flowers on it. Um, the flowers have been turned blackened, and the vase lays on its side. The paintings are askew, and you can tell that someone has been through here, uh, you know, due to the paintings askew and the vase on its side. Uh, down the hallway, you can see the frame to a, another door on your left. Fireball. Fireball? Okay. <laughs> as, as fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would like to do, hmm, can I do an arcana check just to make sure? I want to basically see if I can sense anything magical in nature in this room. You're talking about in this hallway? Oh, I thought it was a room. Yeah, hallway. This is no, hallway. you're not yeah. in the, the doors off to your left. You okay, can, okay. Uh, roll me an arcana check. Um, uh, that's a dirty 20. Uh, you sense no magic in this room, in this hallway. Can I check behind the paintings? Sure. What? Well, uh, roll me a um investigation check. Random number between one and twenty. A random number one and twenty-nine. Okay. Yeah, and I, I don't know what my bonus is, but I'm not gonna make you guys wait, so I roll the nine. Nah, you wouldn't notice anyway. Um, not well, unless you're plus your intelligence and maybe your proficiency if you're proficient in that skill. Yeah. I, yeah. So. Um. Yeah, you, you, you wouldn't notice anything. Okay. Uh, I mean, you, you notice the door, you know, granted, but n there's nothing behind the, uh, the painting. Oh. Um, okay. My dice roll is back up to you, Richard. Okay. Uh, with that, we will cut to Helren and Ornery for a little bit. Uh, right. I'm going to continue to call him Ornery just because I think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> we cut to y'all. As y'all are walking down these stone steps, uh, you notice, like I said before, that they are well-worn. 
Um, and as you go down, you notice that it is getting colder and colder. You get to an end and you see a carving, like a, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Um, like you see a, a tall wooden door. You have traveled down about 60 feet. Uh, you see a tall wooden door that is iron bound and on each side of the iron bound door is, um, like two statues, two smaller statues on like, uh, plants, I think is the word. Um, and they are carved in the shape of angels holding bunches of grapes. <laughs> Fireball. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, Henri is going to... All right, so what's... Is there any cover in the corridor? None. Oh, okay, fuck. Um, oh, no. Henri is... Well, first, I want to cast Guidance on... That just... He can roll a d4 on any ability check. Uh, either before the roll or after the roll. You might want to roll four with them heavy dice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Henri is going to uh, move back down the hall, maybe about 30 feet, and take up a rear guard position so we can preserve uh, his dark vision. So, do you really cast Fireball here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, roll me an attack roll. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, I do have oh, lots of spells ready. <laughs> At 35 feet. <laughs> and don't forget he has cast guidance on you because you can use an extra D4. God damn it, DM. <laughs> you got a natural 20? No, dirty 20. Oh, dang. I was hoping for a natural. God. Dirty 20 plus a D. Do you want to roll the D4? Or? Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> The the uh, the fire. T- tell me how you attack. What what are you attacking? The angels, I assume. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, tell me tell me what you do. Uh, I just drop it right in between, <laughs> in between both of them. Hit both of them. Uh, um, a and while you three are upstairs, you hear this loud wow as this uh, fireball hits this wooden door, busting it inwards and from inside of here comes a loud cackling maniacal evil laugh tell when you need a therapist <laughs> <laughs> can we all hear this laugh no okay. we just hear the the boom right yes okay. methanos is going to like cover one side of his nose with one with his hand and then like basically just like you know blow his nose into the floor <laughs> and then he continues looking like fucking serious. Like, <laughs> nothing. Um, the door like basically disintegrates, and like I said, you hear this loud, maniacal, evil cackling laugh. Like the person has definitely gone crazy. Do either you or Henri speak Druidic? Nope. No, but do does Henri see him? Not that he's turned back with his ninety feet. Um, inside you see up to your 90 feet, but you both can hear the loud cackle coming from somewhere inside the room beyond your vision. Damn, fuck around. <laughs> no shit, don't tell me what I'm doing. <laughs> the angel both fall to the ground and begin rolling towards you. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> from, from the blast that they have taken. Henri is going to prepare an emergency chill out plan. <laughs> He's just like not gently discarding his bow, but chucking that thing and emergency rolling some of the more calming tobacco. <laughs> oh, I, I just—I see Henri just like throwing the wild tobacco in his mouth, start chewing. <laughs> Because he's trying to get something to the Lord. Um, One of the angels stops rolling a good distance away from you. The other one lands at your feet, smiling up at you. The wings have been broken off with the impact. (laughs) And still inside, you hear hear the laughing. They know we're here. Do you want to take a pull? (laughs) Oh, this stone's a close call. No shit, (laughs) bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, now you're getting stoned. Uh, the, uh, it's tobacco, not. Anyways. That's what they all say. Um, <laughs> from inside, you hear someone speak in common. Come on in, said the spider to the fly. Hot. <laughs> One another fire. <laughs> Impressive. But it seems that you have already. Shall I say, blown your load? <laughs> and as as you hear this, um, what is your dark vision, Helrin? Sixty feet. Uh, okay, so you won't see it. At the edge of your ninety feet of uh, dark vision, you see a figure step into view. He is dressed in black robes and is carrying a gnarled wooden stick that is black. He has hair that is all over the place and has a top of a ram's skull sitting on the top of his head. I'd like to do two things. First is a nature check to see if I can discern what nature of corruption this is, since it's kind of my specialty. Mm -hmm. Five plus Uh, 25 on that nature check. You can tell that this is a druid of the evil kind. That instead of helping and maintaining nature, the good balance, that this one is working to destroy nature and to bend nature to it, to his or her will. And I'm next action is to gently lay a hand on Halloran's shoulder and uh, urge him to step back before something really bad happens. <laughs> and away from. Him. <laughs> so so what are y'all going to do just step back away from me the the druid begins to walk forward slightly what's wrong don't have your buddies here to take up the slack too weak to come in too scared Elrond, or this is out of character philip are you planning on i guess doing anything immediately okay He's walking towards you. Um, sure. Uh, Henri will call out uh, a polite as voice as possible uh, while fumbling for his bow um, that they've actually come to join. I guess this would be a de- deception, maybe? Mm-hmm. You're only a deception. Uh, at 20 plus 3. We'll say that his head tilts to the side. Really? Prove yourself. Listen, we just killed... Your upstart twigs and your horrible, 
horrible, poor thing. She looks horrible. She, well, she would be good in Waterdeep. I think we have much more to offer. <laughs> Especially, and uh, he's kind of nudging, nudging Hellrun. Like his name is Strahd. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since Strahd. Hold on, this. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see here. And like, Henry is very quietly whispering to Hellrun to get his fireball ready, just in case. <laughs> As, as you whispered to Helrin, <clears throat> the druid manages to pick it up and says, if he sent you, then why must you ask for his name? Fireball. You see. It's great blast the Um... Most of you roll me a perception check. 15 for Henri. I got 17. Okay. Um, the druid continues talking. So, and he's like wiggling his fingers at you. So, my young fellow, if he sent you, then how is it that you must ask for his name? I'm waiting on the answer. Since you were sent here by him, one that I personally work as verification yes. <laughs> of your authenticity because we have confirmed now that we both work for the same master and that I am far stronger and my companion is much more wise than your upstart bushes. Do what? Get a little closer to your mic for me. How, how do we not know that you don't work with the wing instead of Strahd? He can be a winged one, but not of, and he looks down at the angels of those ilk. But you know, you can either come in here and talk face to face, or, and he wiggles his fingers and then snaps them, you can hang around for a moment. And at that point in time, you both feel a tight clenching around your ankles as two vine blights hurl, or tighten around your feet and haul you hanging <clears throat> from your feet like facing upside down. Okay. So you're now... Do what? Can I cast a spell? You can. can After I? we get through talking with yeah. Jack <laughs> and Nathanos and Kelton. Godspeed, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I meant that. Go for it. took my shaman or like shaman looking disguise. This dude's going to think I'm a homie. Do what now? With the antlers and the blood, this dude's going to think I'm a homie. It'll be all right. And Kim, but you don't know this is going on. Yeah. Now, we eventually make our way downtown. Mm-hmm. Fred, we, we still haven't entered this door up here, right? Right. Okay. that is, is just going to look at Kelton and be like, <clears throat> that came from inside the building. What have they gotten themselves into? I won my team. <laughs> I do too, yeah, which probably team. means that we have to go down there and help them or we're not going to get our fucking team. <laughs> Thanos looks like Kelton and says, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Come on, Lesser, let's go. <laughs> Does Ismark go with them? Or is he going to check out this door? Ismark's curious. He's going for the door. <laughs> <laughs> so you open up the door and 
inside is a very plush bedroom with a four poster bed that has recently been you know not slept in but made up um against the wall is you know two wardrobes and there's other things in here but you know you walk into a very plush bedroom uh do what i said all right uh, um do you want to enter in and look for things or what what do you want to do yeah, i mean like i can there's no like there's no other doors within the room from what i can see in the doorway. from what you can see no okay uh then yeah I'll just, I want to rummage through stuff and look for valuables. Uh, <clears throat> um, as as he is, Mark is doing this, Kelton is just going to look very questioningly at Mathanos. What's he doing? Mathanos <laughs> just kind of looks at Kelton and is like, I don't know, man. It's, he's been you for longer. Uh, I don't have it. He's always been kind of weird, so it doesn't surprise me that he's searching through this when our comrade companions could be facing god knows what but we don't know that this that, that any of that happened do what now we don't know that any of that's going on downstairs but we heard the boom you right? heard I mean, the fireball yes oh, boy, that I is about that that is all that you know oh okay yeah, welcome then. to season two of the curse of straw the quest for tea purpose in life now but that was just like he wants his tea, man. Yeah, I'm gonna come back out of the room then. I totally forgot that we heard the fireball. That's fine. Um, so it's what okay, do y'all wish to do? It's okay, sir. You have been you have been Richard. He wanted you I, there. He wanted I, you in that room. Yeah, I know. I I, <laughs> I pull one of the eyeballs off my my antlers and I say, "Let's go have a look." <laughs> so, bad. so you are, you're upset that I froze a turd, but you have no problem with him having eyeballs on an, and antlers on his head. Methanos doesn't. Methanos doesn't look impressed. It's just like let's go. It just like takes point. It's like I don't as we start marching down the steps, I will look at Methanos to tea. He like basically looks over his shoulder with one eye at you. And then looks forward again and continue walking. And then as he does that, you hear him sort of murmur, For tea. Ha! For tea. <laughs> That's our uh, battle cry from now on. Tea. I got you. Uh, <clears throat> as you walk down the uh, stairs heading back down towards this group who <clears throat> have gotten themselves into something, uh... You get to the area, to the landing where, you know, y'all parted ways. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of the Curse of Strahd campaign. Brought to you by Knights of the Burial. We are a group of blind or visually impaired tabletop role-playing gamers. And you can find out more information by going to www.knightsofthebrail.com. You can join our Discord. Look for weekly sessions, one-shots. You can find us on Twitter, and we have a group as well as a profile on Facebook. We offer a variety of games, such as Dungeons & Dragons, an alien RPG one-shot. We have the Star Wars 5th Edition one-shot. So be sure to join us and check us out for further information. Music was brought to you by... 
www.tabletopaudio.com.